Welcome to the 52 Love Podcast, your show for 52 love lessons in 52 weeks. Before we dive in, remember you can find the video version of this episode on YouTube along with the rest of the series. And now here's your host, Ms. Tanya Todd. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the 52 Love Podcast. 52 Love began as a blog series last year, and the 52 Love Podcast explores each of the tips from the blog with a new guest each week. This week's tip is washing your partner's hair. It's a fun one. And here to talk about it are my guests, Rodney and Jeanette. Would you like to introduce yourselves and tell us what you do? My name is Jeanette Lee, and um, I am a high school English teacher and um, a former um, graduate student, Mrs. Classic, Philip 2018. And my name is Rodney Lee. I'm also a high school English teacher, uh, and I'm a poet as well. Uh, my la- latest book is Along These Trails. It was published last year in 2020, and uh, I've been doing poetry here for about 40 years. It is a fantastic work of poetry, too, if I must say so myself. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. So the tip that you guys did was washing hair. How how did that go? It went very well. It went very well. It was uh, uh, almost allegorical uh, in in a sense. It became uh, a larger symbol for a lot of things that have been going on with us right now. Do tell. (laughs) (laughs) And we have been in the middle of our own pandemic in the midst of a pandemic. (laughs) We um, actually were in the middle of a renovation remodel with our kitchen. And so it has caused some angst. And so this this, um, experience has, I think, brought up a lot of emotion about a month and a half ago we found out that we had a leak underneath our sink we discovered it by mm. this infestation of gnats in our house oh um, my we gosh we couldn't understand where they were coming from <laughs> and uh we were spraying spraying like trying to kill these bugs and finally the baseboard came off <laughs> so we looked underneath the sink and there was water there and uh, after they came in and well, we tried to call the plumbing first it ripped out the wall and we discovered that there was a hole in our drain. We've been dumping sink water underneath our cabinets for we don't know how long. Oh my gosh. So we had to have that whole restoration. It ripped out the wall, we cut the drywall out. It was just like they had a gut. We had this problem going on that we had no idea about. And uh, so anyway, we had to renovate our kitchen. And it culminated ended last night. Uh, last night was the last day we did the last <laughs> task. Uh, and we have a brand new kitchen uh, as a result of, of the mayhem that we were there for. And it's just a beautiful kitchen up being turned out very well. Um, and so to do our exercise, we decided to do it in our kitchen. So I, I washed my wife's hair uh, in the kitchen sink. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was wonderful. I really, really enjoyed it. Now, did you surprise her with this or did you tell her that you were doing this as part of the show? Well, I think we had different ideas of how this was going to happen. I think my idea was a little more romantic and I had more of steps and I, I like to control things. I think as a, as a teacher, I, I have a list and I, I, I know how things are going to play out. And I, just, I hate being controlled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poet. I like to do it differently. 
And, you know, we just I had a whole uh, vision already. She started trying to tell me about all this whole thing about the shower. I was like, that's so cliche. And we wash their hair in the shower, you know, and then there's this whole other element that, you know, I knew we were coming on the podcast and I didn't want to share about my wife. Uh, you know, we can share our intimacy, but, you know, anything with us being naked in the water, uh, it's private. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I really wanted to, uh, you know, we, we had this renovation, uh, a new start. And we always know in our relationship, uh, have an opportunity every day. We wake up and I look in our eyes, it's a new day. And so we get a new a new start with one another every day. And it was just uh, the christening of our new kitchen. And it was like a, a baptism in the middle of our home. And it was a very uh, sensual and intimate experience for me. That's lovely. It, it, it was, it was beautiful. It also allowed me to give Rodney the control. And I, and I needed to do that and, and feel safe and vulnerable, knowing that I'm going to be okay. So that's an important part of intimacy, it really is. <laughs> Say that again, I didn't mean to talk over you. No, 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 I didn't bend her over the sink, I leaned her backwards. Mm-hmm. So I literally we were like Both are side good. by side in, uh, <laughs> in, 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 on stools, and I had my knee behind her, and I had to hold her in my hands while I kind of control the water, get the right temperature. Little child in there, and we got there, and I was able to like just really like hold her. You know, she was like to hold her, and I guess the part that really got me is that um, Jeanette and I never had children, and uh, you know, we have we have sons. We didn't have children together. We both have we both have a boy. We brought to our, our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we um, wondered what it would be like to have a child, in particular a daughter. And you know, I never I've never watched anyone there other than my sons when he was a little boy. And, you know, it's the whole porcelain sink that we got took me back to when I was a kid. My mom used to bathe me in that sink, and I was just thinking what it would be like. It was in her eyes. I saw for a moment a glimpse of you know. What it would be like to have a little girl and have to do her hair? Yeah, and, you know, go through that. So it was, you no, know, it was, it was my wife there, um, but it was, it was, it was a combination of us. Uh, it's kind of a genetic expression of what could have been, mm-hmm. uh, it never happened. Uh, but it was, it was, it was lovely. I'm glad it was her, uh, but you know, at the same time, uh, there was another uh, connection that we had. In the it was, you know, what could have been? A lot of elements to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was it was a spiritual connection for sure because I, I recognized it immediately and I, I think that was um, a powerful um, moment and then you want to you were playing in the background. Oh, yeah, of course we pressed it up, you know. Now we have the light set, you know, I had the dimmers on. We just put some, like, you know, under the cabinet lighting that was going in the background. You know, we had a candle right there. And, uh, you know, a door was playing. And it was just a good moment. It was something yeah, that's about the nice. lather and the soap and just, you know, just, just the touch. And it's so good to be able to touch, you know, and feel. And like I said, not in a, wasn't in a sexual way, but it was just an intimate way. We were sharing. It was a giving. It was like a service. I felt like it is. I was giving to my life. It is absolutely a service. Yeah, it was cool. Like it was like a baptism. I dug it. It was cool. It was nice, and you know, just thinking about the, you know, my it was either my stylist or my mother. 
who watched my parents and my mother, you know, with Karen Ray. And so to have that experience with Rodney was special and never thought of it in those terms. So it was um, spiritual. It's only a different occasion. I like that. Like I said, you know, the whole uh, renovation of the kitchen, you know, like I said, we, we slide over every day and there's nothing written in our walls, but, you know, it's nice to slow down and purposefully uh, pay attention to one another. Yeah. Uh, with, with no expectations or uh, reciprocity. Uh, right. Just, just doing this in this moment uh, because this moment is good for this. And it wasn't how you planned it. And it wasn't how you maybe had it scripted. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's this way right here uh, in, in our this this thing we created together. So that kitchen came out of like dreams. You know? It was a part of our house we added uh, together. It was really kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it is an exercise in trust, and building trust builds intimacy. Mm-hmm. And some people don't realize when you are washing someone's hair, it's an exercise in trust. You know, it seems like, well, we do it every day. It's no big deal. Well, but it, look at her hair. It is a big deal. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was, I had to get in there. <laughs> that was like near drowning a little bit just my time. <laughs> you got the water control and the, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. So, I What's your preferred there. temperature for having your hair washed? I would say lukewarm. Lukewarm. Mm-hmm. See, some oh. people like it really hot, and some people prefer cool water. You know, they just want that cool water to to flow over them. Mm-hmm. The details, right? <laughs> yeah, it is it's absolutely. And you know, we're so focused on the instructions and the shampoo bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. I don't, I don't have any hair. <laughs> I wash my face and my hair at the same time. <laughs> you notice I didn't ask which one of you washed the other's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Although she yeah. could wash your beard. Yeah. That would be very sensual. Yes. She does a lot for me. Well, tell us what you guys have going on right now. What do you have to promote? What are you working on? Uh, well, of course, you know, it's my book, and there's uh, the, the uh, restrictions left. I can't wait to get out there and deliver poetry live because I feel that's the only way. Of course, I have a book, and I love to provide a book. Uh, but my connections with folks in the audience, I have an opportunity to go and read to. And I think I have some engagements coming up. And it seems like, you know, it's maybe going to be in the happen again. I'm not much of a video, this whole video. It's okay, I guess, uh, but it's nothing like the live audience. Yeah, well, you are fantastic live, so I can see how being on a video—you know—you don't—you don't get the applause, you don't get the energy of the room, you don't get that immediate response. You're a live performer. Yeah, it's, 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 it's communication, right? And right. I it, and I feel like I'm talking to myself when I'm talking on video, though I know there's someone out there that just doesn't feel that same spontaneous connection. Uh, right. And, you know, you're yeah. kind of rude if you aren't muted during someone's performance. Right. And that means that the performer doesn't hear, is this landing? Am I connecting with you? Are you listening? Right. <laughs> you know? So I try away from performing at all. Like when I'm doing things in the I'm doing things like that. I'm a live performer. I'm just going to wait till our time is right for us to come back. It's coming. Though I do think that you should record your live performances. Because yeah, there's magic in those. 
I would never look at one, but yeah, that's someone. <laughs> oh, I understand that. Oh yes, and then this summer, um, I am assisting with the Mrs. Globe pageant, which is in Palm Springs, June twenty second. So I will be involved with pageant week, um, which we look forward to every year. So, what is it that you do for them? Well, I'm a former um, Mrs. Globe classic, so now I'm on staff. So um, we really, we just love uh, just doing the magic. Um, to the delegates, uh, you know, our platform is just um, the win foundation and, and reclaiming ourselves and just uh, empowerment. And so uh, it's it's an international pageant. So we're really excited to just welcome all of the delegates back post pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> what is the best way for audiences to support something like that? Um, you can actually go to my Instagram page, which is um, at Mrs. Classic Globe 2018, and my Facebook is Lee Mrs. Classic Globe 2018. Our website is um, mrsglobe.com. Okay, make sure you send those to me so I can add them to the show notes. Thank you. And what are you? What do you both teach? English. English. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> she's a very different school, however. Yeah. Uh, she's a courthouse. Yeah. I teach the Summit View Youth uh, Center, which is a maximum security uh, facility for incarcerated boys, all boys. How has that been during the pandemic? Um, for both of us, or? Yeah, both of you. Okay. Well, um, you know, my students, um, they. They are phenomenal. Um, I think we have grown together um, immensely. They have they've guided me the technology, and they have stayed with uh, the content. So um, I'm very pleased with their work. Um, you know, I have ninth grade honors and AP literature. And what grade did you say you were teaching? Nine, ninth grade honors and twelfth grade. Okay. So I have, um, you know, on the way in and on the way out, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> and my, my students have found I'm very pleased. They have grit. <laughs> my students are incarcerated, so they're captive audience. Um, uh, <laughs> they're fully human. Uh, with the full range of human emotions and expressions. Uh, they're, they're, they're society, some people maybe think they're blown away, but they aren't. Their kids and they're young, and hopefully, some of them will learn something somewhere um, that's going to allow them to live uh, to feel life for themselves if they define that. So, you know, it's just, it's just different. I, I love working with those kids. They, they crack me up every day with my dad don't laugh, and I always don't smile. They're always saying they're doing something that keeps me on my toes and reminds me that, you know, I've made mistakes. And, you know, it's hard to get redemption, you know? It really is. Well, I remember you as a wonderfully compassionate individual. I think you're probably very well suited for a job like this. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. How old are your students? They range from about 14 to 18. Now, some kids are, yeah, they, once they get over 18, of course, you know, they can't be in the job. So, <laughs> yeah. Most of them are 
15, 16. Yeah. And you, you said this is relatively new, too, that you've been doing this, right? Yeah, you know, I was an administrator uh, uh, previously. I worked with the University of Education Department. Uh, we were just drifting further and further. I said, this is the last to do with students. And I became a teacher because I want to work with kids. And I saw this opportunity. It was wonderful. It was in my career. I can just go work for my kids. I'm not ready for dealing with everything else I had to deal with. I'm very rewarded with what teaching is and what education should be. Uh, you know, it's kind of sacred. I don't like to talk a lot about what really goes on between me and my students. Because mm-hmm. me and my students. Uh, but, yeah. But it's cool. I really, I really, it's been a, it's been a good, good decision for me. I'm glad to hear Back it. Back to doing God's work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, how has your, your training for, you know, diversity, inclusion, and equity, how has that helped you in the role you're doing now? Uh, I think it's just exactly what I said. I'm realizing my kids are fully human. I'm full spectrum of everything. But everyone else does. I'm just trying to get to know them a little mm-hmm. bit. Now, there are limits um, because you're crafty. Uh, you have to be careful. That's uh, how much you open and expose yourself to them. Uh, but you know, you have to, you have to, you have to let them know that you see them. Yeah. And you know, once you do that, you can work and things out. And you recognize that they are people with value. Mm-hmm. It's the most important thing, right? that's all people want is for someone to see them and recognize their value, right? Yeah. And Dr. appreciate James them. Oh, yes, ma'am. Dr. James Comier says, without a significant relationship, there's no significant learning. That was my homeboys from Gary, Indiana. You know, you know, kids, <laughs> you stuff. But, uh, yeah, I live by that statement. You know, without a significant relationship, there's no significant learning. And, you know, this is what I want my kids to be able to do. I want them to read a little, write a little, Learn a few words every day, not for school, but for their self-growth and development. Yeah. They can begin to do those things as, as a habit. Uh, they can do anything they want to do. Just read a little, write a little, learn some words, man. Learn some words, learn some words. Words are keys to open up whatever you want to do. Oh, that's wonderful. You must both be very proud of each other and the work that oh, you do. Yeah. I'm the fact that you're a hell of a good looking couple that's just a bonus right <laughs> well thank you beauty and the beast y'all know who the beauty is <laughs> i don't mind being a beast though you know i got beast mode <laughs> you know what some of god's creatures are beautiful beasts right <laughs> and your words are Elegant, beautiful, powerful. I mean, if that's beastly, then embrace it. You saw the, you saw the play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I fell in love with his work. That's how he he enchanted me with his work when we were dating. Not surprising. <laughs> he captures an entire room. You know, people are, didn't know that they were there to pay attention. You're like, oh, I'll be here. And then, oh, oh, some wisdom is happening right now. I am focused, I am attentive, and I am listening. <laughs> I still hear people talking about you at Dime Grinds and just how amazing and powerful you were. So you, you made an impact on a lot of people. And I think you're continuing to do that with the work that you do in the school. Thank you very much. I'm humble. I'm a humble dude. Well, we appreciate your service, both of you. Thank you.
<laughs> Why don't you tell everyone the best place to find your work and, you know, connect with you online if they would like? Uh, yeah, I'm at um, Big Socrates, 1962 at gmail.com. If you like a copy of my book, of course, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it from Zeitgeist Press. But if you want an autographed copy, all you have to do is email me and it'll be in the mail the next day. So that's just that's, that's the best way. I'm an artist. I'm not really a salesman. Uh, like I said, I love it. If people have, I mean, I have free books actually that I've published. And, uh, you know, any one of them that anyone wants or interested in, uh, please, just, you know, send me an email. I'd love to talk directly to you, sign something in it that's significant, and get that out to you so, you know, you can share whatever. And remind us, Jeanette, how to, how to support your work. Yes, um, go to mrsglobe.com, that is um, the website if you want to support our pageant and the Wynn Foundation. And then um, go to, um, on Instagram, Mrs. Classic Globe 2018, or on Facebook, Jeanette Lee, Mrs. Classic Globe 2018. All right, well, thank you both very much for embracing this tip and sharing your vulnerability with each other and with us, for setting such a great example for being good humans in the world. And thank you to my listeners and watchers. You know, I appreciate that you tune in each week. If you like what you're seeing, please subscribe, like, and share. And just, you know, that's it for now. Remember, treat love as a verb.